All right. All right, guys. So today we're going to talk all about becoming superhuman. I know it sounds pretty stupid. I know it sounds pretty ridiculous. But becoming superhuman and really utilizing your human nature to be the biggest benefit you could have ever had at this phase of your life. Um, how many people here have used the phrase or at least heard of the phrase, um, I'm just human? You know, like I'm only human. Yeah, everybody's heard that phrase once in a while. It's I'm only human. When you look at people when they say that phrase, are they, go ahead and put a thumbs up if they're, if they're referring to the possibilities and put a thumbs down if they're referring to the limitations. So whenever somebody says, oh, I'm only human, when they say that phrase, are they referring to the possibilities of being human? Or are they referring to like the limits of being human? It's like the limitations of being human. When somebody says, I am only human, what they're doing is they're putting a limit on themselves. Here goes Joseph and hold on, just two people just, um, all right. Hold on guys, sorry. We got Joseph and we got Wallace. All right. What's up, Wallace? What up, bro? What up, what up, what up? Go ahead and drop in the chat. Joseph, too. Um, I don't know if you can hear me yet, but go ahead and drop in the chat on a scale of one to five. How are you feeling? Five, I'm feeling amazing. One, not so hot. Um, and again, please understand one is the lowest of the low. All right. So today we're talking about becoming superhuman and using your superhuman nature, using your human nature to basically help you become a superhuman, all right? So, I hell yeah, Wallace, I love it, I love it. So, um, all right guys, back to it. So Wallace, what I was talking about, and Joseph, what I was talking about is whenever people use the phrase, I'm only human, when they refer to the phrase, I'm only human, they're always referring to one thing and that is the limitation to being human. Somebody says, well, we need to get this done and this done and this done. And they're like, oh, well, I'm only human. I can't do that. And what they're saying is there's a limit on their humanity, on their nature. So when people look at human nature, it's just deemed as a burden. Like, I want you to pay attention to how people really look at human nature as a burden. In fact, in a lot of spiritual texts and a lot of things, it's about becoming over, it's, it's about really it's about really like, um, evolving past your human nature it's about evolving past your human nature and in fact i know in the bible it says the body is connected to the original sin like you know like everything all the desires of the body like sex and you know even desires such as food too much of it can be seen as a sin and then we start to see ourselves and refer to the body as just a limitation and we want to get away from it in fact a lot of people they want to experience an outer body experience they want to feel like, oh, I'm way more than this body. So we're looking at the body as like a little, as like a little, as like a, again, as a burden. And so after this, I want y'all guys to start understanding that we're not even fully human. None of us are fully human. Right now, and I say this with love, and you can shake your head if you agree, you're probably more of a bundle of thoughts and emotions, meaning you see yourself but you're more of a person than a presence. Now, a person as opposed to a presence. A person is 
oh, um, I am John Henry. I am Hispanic. I am Christian. I am, you know, I am middle class. I am like you start labeling yourself as a person, a bundle of thoughts, a bundle of emotions, a bundle of, of preferences, in other words, a bundle of prejudices, in other words. It's like you create yourself to be just a person, a personality. And now person, the word person come, the word person comes straight from the word persona, which translates as the false mask. So a person it's not even what you are. But so many, so many of us is we we come to we come to really see ourselves and mistake ourselves as a person rather than a presence. Now a presence, a life force, this life energy that you are, yo, I want you to please understand this thing is absolutely phenomenal. And we haven't even tapped into the real potential of what it means to be human of what a human can really freaking be. Like, I want y'all to understand the power, like, a, like just the possibilities of being a human. It is way more than, oh, I can only do this and this and this. There have been humans that do amazing things. Like, guys, humans, like monks who levitate, they really do levitate. Like it's been, it's been seriously thousands of times, doc, plenty of documentation of real human beings levitating off the ground. There's been plenty of documentation of real human beings healing their own illnesses, incurable illnesses such as cancer and things like that, and others people's illnesses. There is again um, number of cases of people sitting months who the heck is this oh marcus okay people sitting months and months and years without ever drinking water or without eating any sort of food and because of this they like guys and i know this sounds crazy like does it sound possible that hey what's up marcus happy for you to join us bro so today we're talking all about um you know, like understanding becoming fully human, like in using human nature to your benefit. So you're on mute right now, so I can't hear you. So there's no back, there's no back, you know, feed or anything like that. But what I'm saying is there is plenty of documentation of people who have sat, guys, like the thought that like a human can sit six months without eating any food or drinking any water sounds pretty freaking ridiculous. It sounds like it's not possible. Yet it's recorded time and time again. Things like that do happen. And there, there are phenomenal things that human beings have done that, I mean, it's, it's just so hard to believe. Have any of you guys heard of this thing called a remote viewing? Remote viewing. Remote viewing is actually used by, by the military. And what this is, and guys, right now I'm just showing you things that humans have been recorded and known to actually have done. And now one of the things is remote viewing. This is used by the military personnel. Once military learned about this, they needed to get their hands on somebody who is capable of doing remote viewing, which any of us really are, but some of us just have a very higher, 
I mean, some of us have a more natural ability when it comes to remote viewing. A lot of people, they can just hack it. But remote viewing is basically, I close my eyes and I take myself to a destination, a place that I don't even know exists. But because I'm, so here, here's how the military uses it. What they do is they find somebody who can, you know, practice real remote viewing. And then what they do is, let's say, let's say there's a, there's a, there's a place that we know that this, that this, like, I, let's say I'm an army person and we're, we're in the military and we're trying to blow up this, this place with all these terrorists in there, right? But we know that there's a place, but we don't know what it is. We don't know where exactly it's at. We don't know what kind of protection they have around it. We don't know their exits. We don't know their secret entries. We don't know any of that. But somebody can close their eyes and they can come up with something that, that nobody else knows of, but they can truly see, all right, it is right here, right at this, whatever, that, this longitude, whatever, it's right here. They have three separate things and they can see all of this. And then they actually go and lo and behold, everything that that person said was there actually ended up being there. So in other words, a remote viewer, they can travel the universe and they can see a place and really see all the details of it and make a real freaking predicament of what's in that area. And then you can go and you can find what's really what that person says. And like Jesus has been known to what? Heal illnesses. He cure the blind, steal the storm, things like that. I believe in. I believe in the things that Jesus Himself did, and again, and not not in a religious context, but just in a person, just in a life context, a human. What a human can do, and it goes to show that humans are way more capable than what we imagine ourselves to be. And guys, we only utilize two to three percent of our actual mind, of our brain power. That should show you that we don't know what being a human is really all about. That should show you the fact that the most extremely smart professors in the world still only use 2% of their brain. That should show you for real that we don't even know what being human is truly about. So I'm just going to teach you guys an aspect today of using your human nature to like fucking transform your life and get you to do some things, get you to achieve some things that you really do want to achieve, get you to make some changes that you really want to make, that you really want to make. And these kinds of, this thing that I'm about to walk y'all through right now, this has the potential to truly make massive lasting changes for good, like lasting changes. But again, are you willing to actually implement are you willing to actually create a new normal? That's what it's already going to come down to. So go ahead and share my screen. Everybody put a thumbs up if you can see my screen. All right. So we'll just make this the whole shebang. Um, okay. No, that was, didn't do what I actually wanted it to do. Jesus, how do you get out of it? All right. There we go. Y'all can still see my screen, all right? Nod your head, yes. All right, awesome. So instead of hating and being frustrated at yourself for not doing something, acknowledge it and let's start befriending your humanity. All right. So I want you guys to write down right now 
in the chat, in the chat box, drop in the chat. I want everybody to engage if you're not driving or something like that. What are two things that you, and I want this to be an engaging conversation. What are two things that you really, really want to happen in 2020? Two things that you just extremely, you're like, man, if this happened here, like a goal that either scares you or excites you or both, what do you really, really want for yourself? I want to see what some of you guys come up with in why the chat's not opening. Okay, there we go. Two things. One, I want to get cut up and healthy. All right. I want to get cut up and healthy. And I know for a fact, Marcus, one of your goals are to get like shredded to the point I run like the 10% body fat where you look real, real lean. Um, two, I want to stop smoking cigarettes. Bro, this is going to be perfect for a goal like that. Fucking perfect. Hell yeah. Thank you for sharing that with us, man. Definitely. Come on, guys. Who else? Who else? I want to see what other things y'all guys have. What are two things that you really want to achieve? I want to be able to run miles. All right. All right. What's something more specific? I want to be able to run a mile in how many minutes? I think like an average good mile is running a mile in under nine minutes. That's like a pretty good, good mile. Um, and I also, I really want to make six figures for the first time. Ooh, I like those money goals, baby. I want to make six figures for the first time this year. I also want to hire two employees minimum. All right, beautiful. Wallace, buy my first home. Nice, bro. Awesome goal. Look at these. We got some dope ass goals. Like these are like some real life changing goals. I'm digging these. I'm digging how these are like actually like can, these can really change your life. I'm gonna wait for at least two more of you guys to go ahead and share with me your goals before we move on. And guys, if you want to create these goals, hold on. It's saying it's not letting. Admit, try, hold on, let me see. It's not letting him in. There goes it up. Uh, hey, Izzy. Um, so right now, Izzy, go ahead and drop in the chat. Everybody's dropping down two things that they really want to happen in 2020. So I want you to go ahead and write down two things that you really want to happen. Like, not just kind of. But you want it to happen like, like for real. Like you're like, oh my God, if this one freaking thing happened, I'll be one happy camper. So I'm going to be honest with y'all. One of my big goals to have this year is to make my first million dollars. That's a goal of mine this year is to make my first million dollars. A second goal that I really want to have is to have my book out by the end of the year. Have my very first book written and published by the end of the year. Why is it not letting Joseph? Cat, okay, okay, hold on, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Some reason is not letting Paul in. Paul, try again, bro, try again, Paul. It'll let you in if you just try again. It'll let you in if you try again. Man, I found a real hibbity there. All right, I'm going to read a couple of these things off. 
Um, Erafima, you want to get a car? Adrian, <laughs> fix your car. I love it. Um, Kat, I want to get all A's in the Ooh, I love it. Look at my genius assistant coach. By the way, guys, we're about to have another coach on board. So be excited for that too. I want to seriously stop drinking alcohol. Joseph, I fucking love that goal, bro. Um, the second goal, you want to you want to start and actually finish nursing school. <laughs> Hell yeah. And of course, get in shape. I love it. Erafima, go back to school. Bobby, teach my kids that this is not the normal right now and that everyone matters. Bobby, that is beautiful. Two, get on course with my BS in OSH. Not sure what that is. If you feel like elaborating, please do. Yeah, it looks like Paul is still not trying to get in here. Um, I need to make Kat. I think I can make Kat a, um, make her a host. Kat, so I'm making you a host to the call. So you should get, if somebody, if somebody like requests to hop on, it should pop up on your screen and you will be able to admit, just put admit and it admits them. Um, so I just made you the host of the call. In other words, you got all freaking control right now. I'm only doing it because when I'm paying attention on the subject, I can't really see when somebody's trying to come in. All right. So let me get out of this screen. Okay. All right, guys. So. We got a few of these things. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna use one of these examples. Um, let's use one from Pete, make six figures, and I wanna use one from Marcus that I really liked, which was not smoking cigarettes. Those two I wanna use, those are really good though. So, and, and Kat, you have, all, you have all control to mute somebody, so go ahead and mute. Um, Paul, go ahead and mute yourself. If not, Kat, go ahead and drop it in the chat. So, Paul, right now, go ahead and drop in the chat two things that you really want to happen in 2020, bro. So, what are two things that you really want to freaking happen in 2020? Go ahead and put them in the chat. So, and you're going to see how this goes along with what we're doing today. So, now, first and foremost, are you guys really committed to making those things happen? All right? Because... You have to be fully committed to getting what you want. You cannot change your life without being 100% committed to changing it. So if you're actually committed to these goals, and by the way, guys, remember commitment, it's not just setting a preference. A preference is, oh, I would like for this to happen. A commitment is, no, I'm gonna do everything in my power to actually make this shit happen, and it will happen, and I commit to following through on every single thing. So if you're actually committed to this goal, I want you to go ahead and drop in the chat me, or drop in the chat commitment. Drop in the chat, commitment, commitment. Paul, you want to get better at savings? Go ahead and put a real amount in there. I want to have 50K to savings. I want to have, how much money do you really want to save? What position do you want to have at work? Not just, I want to get promoted to work. What position do you really want to have at work? Commitment. There we go. Commi Hell yeah. We got some committed motherfuckers today. That's what I'm talking about. All right, guys. Paul, salary manager. I love it. Commitment, commitment, commitment. 100. All right. Beautiful. So, now that you guys are committed, we can move on to the next step, all right? If you weren't committed, guys, we're just in the car. But we got some committed people on this call, guys. Now, in order to befriend your human nature and use it, use it to your benefit, follow the process below. Instead of, be, instead of blaming, and if you have a pen and paper, I recommend you write this, and I recommend you underline the areas that are read. Instead of blaming human nature and its default drama, I will make it useful by using identity and choices to partner with it to achieve anything without stress. 
instead of blaming human nature, I'm going to read it again, and it's default drama, I will make it useful by identity, by using identity and choices to partner with it to achieve anything without stress. Choice-based identity. Choose who you are and then make identity-based choices on that choice. And I want y'all to understand this, write this down somewhere. Identity and choices are the only two assets you can control. Identity and choices are the only two assets that you can control. Your identity, guys, it's a role that you play or that you're convinced is really you. When I step in, when I step inside a room with my brothers, I'm the youngest brother. When I step inside a Zoom call like this with my co with my team, well, I mean with uh with my clients, I'm the coach, I'm the leader. When I step inside a group coaching call with my coach, I'm the student. When I'm next to my mom, I'm the son. In other words, these are different roles that I that I play. These are different identities that I assume. All right. Is this making sense to you guys so far? Nod your head yes. All right. Awesome. Awesome. So you're starting to see that you play different roles. And I want you to see how you are the one who chooses that role. You are the one who chooses. I am the brother right now. Oh, I am the leader. Oh, I am the follower. Oh, I am the coach. Oh, I am the student. Oh, I am the mentor. You're choosing all of these different, different identities. And it's a choice. Now, a choice on your end, Marcus, is I'm a cigarette smoker. That's an identity. And who's, who's the one that's actually saying that I am that? Is it you or is it me? Yeah, it's you. So what's going on here is you're choosing to make that an identity. And because of you identify yourself as a cigarette smoker, the next part's about to come in, which is which I'm about to hit on. But same thing with same thing with um with um Pete. Right now, your identity must not be I am a six-figure coach. Because Pete's a fitness coach, guys. So Pete, you're probably not thinking, I am a six-figure fitness coach. That's probably not the new, that's probably not the normal for you right now, right? Nod your head if I'm right. Yeah, it's not the normal right now that you are a six-figure coach. Now what happens is number two, when you understand number two, guys, you found the key to changing everything in your life. Number two, my human nature has a master motive, and that is to fight for what it believes is normal. By controlling what is normal for me, I unlock my superhuman nature, and I form an unstoppable partnership with my nature. So I want y'all guys to see this. Your human nature truly does fight for what's normal. If you believe that being a cigarette smoker is normal, the choices you make would be around that normal. You're gonna 
fight to actually smoke a cigarette. And you're going to justify that by saying, oh, I'm stressed out. I need a cigarette. You're going to justify it. You're going to act on that normal, that, that whatever you made is normal for yourself. And now here's another, here's a big normal for people is I am depressed. That's a big, big fucking normal for people, guys, is I am, I am depressed. And so they literally fight for that role, for that identity by saying things like, oh no, depression is a disease and I can't heal it. I'm stuck with it forever. And they will find ways to be unhappy. They will really, like, if this is kind of hitting home for you, I want you to see how you start acting around depression. Like you build a role on depression. And just like, um, just like, um, like, um, just like um, another one was, I saw, I saw somebody saying um, they wanted to buy, they wanted to get a car. They wanted to get a car by the end of the year. It's not normal for you to have a car. So you're going to everything that you do is you're just going to normalize the fact that you don't have a vehicle. So I want y'all to see that you really do fight for what you truly believe is normal. You fight for your beliefs. What you believe is normal is just a belief. Like your normal of I am a cigarette, it's just a belief that, oh, I'm a cigarette smoker. That's all it is. It's a belief that, oh, I'm a cigarette smoker. But you really fight for that like when somebody believes that they are, when somebody's normal is Christianity, like they believe that they're a Christian for real. They believe that, that like that whole story that comes with Christianity, they're going to fight for that belief. And like, you know, people who like religious people, you see, they get the most offensive when it comes to anything belief wise, anything that challenges what they truly believe is real. They're going to stand there and they're going to fight for that belief. And another key here, is your human nature doesn't care what you make normal. Write this down because this is a big key here. Your human nature does not care what you make normal. Whatever you make normal, your human nature just says, all right, let's fight for that normal. They don't care. If your normal is, I am a millionaire, I have seven, I have $8 million to my name, if that's a normal, your human nature is not going to sit there and be like, no, no, that's not right. Your human nature is going to inevitably accept it. And be like, okay, that is the new normal. And then you start making choices based off of that identity. You start waking up at times where millionaires wake up. Because I guarantee there's no millionaires that are real productive that are waking up at noon every day, at 1 p.m. every day. What happens is you start making investments, like a, like scary investments like a millionaire does. You start becoming very productive in terms of, you start living by a schedule. A lot of millionaires do. A lot of people who are successful, they really live by a schedule. They like to prioritize their days. And you start doing things that just what's normal for your every other self-made millionaire to do for themselves. And so ask yourself, What's normal for me? It's very important that you 
ask yourself what's normal for you currently. So right now, what's normal for Wallace currently is I rent a place. I don't own one though. That's normal for him at this point. What's normal for 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 um, Paul is I am not a salary manager, or I think that's what it was. I'm not a salary manager. That's like a normal thing for him at this point. Is that's not what I am. So look at your normals regarding the things that you want, regarding your desires. So look at your desire and look at what's normal about that desire. Look at the normal around that desire. And now it's time to create a new normal. Then you're the only one who can deem what is normal and what is not normal for you. So what do you really want to create in your life? Make it the new normal. And your human nature will fight for that. It will create that because, well, <laughs> it's normal. It's just normal. Like it's nothing to it but normal. Nothing else but just being normal. That's it. That's all it is. And once it becomes a new normal, like you're going to see really quickly, really quickly that it's not like, okay, look, let's put it this way. Um, let me go ahead and let me, Pete, are you still on this call? Okay, Pete. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and go ahead and unmute yourself, Pete. Right. Um, so, a normal income for you would be like you're, you know, like because I right now I know me and Pete, you know, we're under the same mentor. I know that you're doing, you know, better for yourself, but you know, like in the past, overall, when it came to what's normal for you. When you looked at terms of income, how much money a month was a normal amount of income a month? If you don't, if you're open to sharing that, uh, normal would probably be like three grand or less in a month. Okay, around three grand or less. That's absolutely normal. Yep. So let's say, and I know you hit your first twelve k month, right? You know, something like that. Let's say yep. you hit a large 30k month and you just start getting super excited oh my oh my god i just made thirty thousand dollars in 30 days i just made a thousand a day you start getting really excited well you're telling your nature if that's not normal because we're abnormally excited about it we are right. abnormally excited about it so i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna put you back on mute or go to meet yourself and just like marcus you don't need to unmute yourself, but if you went a day without smoking for good, you know, like you make it exciting. Oh shit, I just went a day without smoking. And you start seeing that, but you're abnormally different about it. And that right there is a problem. So what you want to do is you just want to make it normal. So Pete, when you hit your first 30K month, hmm, nothing. Like don't get excited about it. Don't like get abnormal, be happy about it. Of course, be happy about it, but don't be abnormally like whoa just be like hey yeah it happens all the time just have that mindset it's a very 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 powerful thing to not get excited about things that you think are going to actually make you extremely excited like i can imagine wallace on your first day in your first brand new house you're being like yo this is the shit. i got my own this is my motherfucking house being all types of happy and stuff and why not just start creating that in the house that you're in now? 
Like, yeah, man, this is my, this is my home. It's normal that I own my place. I just own this thing. It's normal. So your action steps are going to be to answer the question, who or what do I want to be? Who or what do I really want to be? Who do I really want to be? Once the question is truthfully answered, you will then assume the identity of your desire. So example, and this is one for me. I want to be, and this is a personal desire. I want to be a best-selling author. I really want to be a best-selling author. Not just any author, but one that's fucking always on the best-selling charts. I'm going to create that by just saying, I am a best-selling author. Best-selling author. Pretty easy. I am a best-selling author. Now, once you assume the identity, pull out a piece of paper and write at the top of the paper what my daily choices would be like if I was X. Guys, these are things that I want you to actually implement and do this. What you're going to do is you're going to create, you're going to write at the top, what daily choices would I be making if I was a best-selling author? What daily choices would I be making if I was a salary manager? What daily choices would I be making if I was a six-figure coach? Like, start writing out those daily choices you would be making. Now... Again, remember, guys, you're going to write down the kind of choices that you would make daily if you were that. And remember, guys, you're already that because it's your new identity. Then you're going to grab a piece of paper and draw a T-chart. On the left side, I write my current normal. On the right side, my new normal. Begin to write what you believe is normal, what is or what you believe is normal in your experience on the left. And whatever comes to mind, write it down in just regards to your goals. So keep the normal related to the desire at hand. So my current, my current normal, this is me currently. I did this for myself. I'm not a best set and best writer. I'm not the best writer. I always face writer's block. I never finish a book. Nobody cares about what I have to write. I can't get people to read my work. And then on the other side, I am the best writer I've ever freaking witnessed. I've never experienced writer's block. Once the pen hits the paper, it takes a life of its own. It seems there. It seems there's an endless material within me. I finish every book I start and do so without stress. People are quick to read my stuff without any marketing or advertising. My work, draw, my work just naturally draws people in. And so here we go. Once you've chosen what your new normal is, instill that every day by reviewing over and reading your new normal statements. You want to read these statements out loud. You want to really... Damn, you want to read you want to read these statements out loud and the best way to do this is to go ahead and download the app think up i've already talked to you guys about that download the app think up and it's a very very powerful powerful app to record affirmations like these and then listen to them over and over again i recommend you revisit it daily in fact if you're not revisiting it daily you really don't all right, because if it's if it's something you truly want, don't you think it's worth some time to spend on it, to invest on it, to really dedicate yourself to it? That's why I, I dedicate myself to visualization because my future, the future I want to create, the future of me standing on stages and stuff, yo, that really matters to me. So it's worth spending 15 minutes a day imagining myself on a TED stage, right? Doing a TED talk. It's worth that. And so I recommend that you guys if, if, if the goals that you put down, the things that you want to create that you put down here, 
or think now you're thinking about it, you're like man i would like for that to happen but what i really want to happen go back and revisit what do you really want to happen make sure it's something you really really want and i promise you we're going to create it we're going to create that new normal make sure it's something you want forever make sure it's something you want for yourself for yourself not for anybody else for yourself and make sure it's something that you actually want the benefit of. Like you actually want the result. You actually want the benefit of having that. Like do you actually want the benefit of not being a cigarette smoker? Do you actually want the benefit of being a six-figure earner? Do you actually want the benefit of being the, the, the salary manager? Like do you actually want the benefit of owning your own home? If you don't actually want the benefit, you don't really want that. Because if you don't want the result, you're not going to do what it takes to actually make that change. All right? And another big key to finding what you truly want is does it cause an emotional disruption in your life by not having it? Does not having what you want cause an emotional disruption in your life? Like, is it, does it cause emotional, emotional, you know, turmoil because you don't have it? If it doesn't cause emotional disruption, it's probably not something you really, really want. But if it causes that emotional disruption and something you really do want, those are the things you want for life. Trust me. Those are the things you really, really want.